WEMF Radio. 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 Sweet. Need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks Radio Show. You are listening to the Young Jerks Jerks on WEMF Radio. Welcome. We're live April 29th, 2017. We are the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. My name is Mike Crawford. And I'm Lauren Pespiza. My sidekick. Lauren Pepsi, as some of you know me, thanks to Warren Lynch, who is not here today. Yeah, one of many people not here today. I know. So it's. I mean, it's a full studio, but it's still kind of empty for us. It is, but we have some good people, anyways, and someone great on the phone. And uh, it's like Christmas around here for stuff we can talk about and uh, cover today. Well, it's also your birthday. It is. It's your and birthday. We weekend. had a huge birthday win before. Let's well, John, Doctor John, and only who've been covering uh, his case and how he's innocent, and they took his suspended his license right. for the medical marijuana with Canada Care Docs. And he won his appeal. Uh, the only non-appointed political hack that uh, you know viewed the whole case uh, was a appeal judge ruled that John didn't break any rules, didn't break any laws. Uh, everything was a sham in the whole thing that was brought against him from the Board of Registration. And, and how long had his license been? A long time. Yeah, oh, it, was, like it was like, like at it, least it a year. Went, and after he won the appeal, it just went on and on and on. I know, and on. I know, I know. Finally. On my birthday, might I add. I asked for it for Christmas. Wait, it was a little it delayed. It came on my birthday, yeah. April 27th. Right, right. Dr. Nadoli has his license reinstated. I just want a round of applause for everybody, for his family, for us, uh, for just standing strong and Stay uh, strong. supporting him. Congratulations, uh, Dr. Nadoli. There yeah. is a light at the end of these tunnels, guys. Remember, you know, um, all our other friends who are fighting in, in, in cases that have actually recently had successes. This is not, this is, you know, the, the, the tables are turning for the marijuana community. When we uh, stand strong we and stand, stand together. up and get vocal and exactly. get mad about it. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> and it really this year I've seen a lot of that lately, actually. We had, you know, Scott Patano. We had... Um, right. Who was a uh, uh, Bill 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 Downing. Bill Downing? Bill Downing. You know, we've had some success. You know, and, and we haven't had that in the past. So this is really great news. You know, this, the tables are turning. The time is now. Right. We're hoping the best for you too. You you have a court <laughs> case against you. We all yeah. The tables aren't turning in, as well as in, in my favor, but you know, it's not a cannabis case, so. You're doing so well, too, so I just. Uh, I am. I am. I'm. I I, you know, honestly, sometimes when everything hits the fan for me. I'm happiest. Right. Every bird flying out of every tree is a blessing. And every time I see Mike and my friends and come to WEMF Radio and see 
my family basically at this point it's just a blessing to appreciate no matter what happens so thank had, you and then another blessing we had the new england cannabis convention that was awesome oh my gosh exactly that was we'll so much fun today and, and, and then the big thing that happened which wasn't that great was no. last saturday night after the you know after the convention uh maybe even during uh, while we were, you know, in Boston, uh, right. there was the the raid of N.A. Poe and his uh, girlfriend, Rachel, and a bunch of other folks who had been charged and raided. And uh, one of the people that was there, that's a friend of mine, that uh, longtime, you know, political uh, activist, reformer with normal and done radio and just a nice guy, a good guy, a quality guy. Someone that introduced me to uh, Diane Russell, right. politician, uh, you know, yeah. What's the echo we're getting here? Is it that, for me? That's my phone. I'm sorry. Is it your phone? It's okay. Off. It's, so it's we're, we're about to down. introduce a guest here that we have on the phone. We don't have him limited time. And he's a friend of N.A. Poe who's uh, arrested in this Philly raid. And uh, so we want to talk to him. Uh, he's someone that's always helped me, helped me along the way, helped me, uh, you know, continue doing what I'm doing and give me uh, good advice and uh, good friendship. His name's Chris Goldstein. We have him on the phone right now. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike! Happy belated birthday, or happy birthday, man! It is it is great to uh, to hear about all the positive stuff happening up there, man. Thank you for being here. I want to thank you uh, for all the good quotes you're giving the media about what happened to NAPO because, like, you don't get much space to say it, and uh, you've been getting it in uh, against a bunch of BS in the in the uh, Philly press, from what I see. It's it's not easy. I mean, I have to say that overall, the media has been, um, you know, they know Poe uh, for a long time. I mean, as you said, he's a political activist. And, um, you know, he's a darling to the local media in a lot of ways. Um, he's featured in every single TV station, every newspaper in town. Uh, every website has eventually done a story with or about N.A. Poe. So everybody knows who he is down here. And you're right. While you guys were having the New England Cannabis Convention... Out in Pittsburgh was the uh, World Cannabis Conference and Expo. Ricky Williams and, and Marvin Washington, the NFL players, speaking out there. Same day was the um, National Cannabis Festival in Washington, D.C. with Talib Kweli and a lot of great folks down there, too. But in Philly, as all that's happening around us in Philly, um, remember, there's a lot of politics sort of happening in Philly. The NFL draft was in town this week. Uh, you know, it took over the Art Museum steps. And, of course, tonight, Donald Trump is in Harrisburg. Um, you know, Poe is a political activist on a national scale, and he and I and Adam Eidinger from DCMJ took marijuana to Jeff Sessions' office back in December, um, and were not arrested. Uh, and Adam Eidinger this week was also arrested twice in actions in, by the U.S. Capitol Police in front of the um, in front of Congress. So it seems like you know I, I know that John Hickenlooper was saying, "Oh, there's I talked to Jeff Sessions, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be a crackdown." Look, um, I think that when we say crackdown, I think everybody thinks a crackdown on the regulated industry. But what I'm seeing between Adam Ottinger and, and the raid that I uh, had to experience last weekend is that there's a crackdown on underground cannabis consumers. And that's even more dangerous. Um, you know, it's Trump's first 100 days. Uh, about 170,000 people have been arrested across America for marijuana possession so far, just in that 100 that's days. That's awful. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, Trump won in prohibited states like Pennsylvania. He wins Pennsylvania. Marijuana is still illegal here. Um, but he lost in places like California, Massachusetts. So I would, I would venture to guess that more Trump voters have actually been arrested for marijuana in the first 100 days of the Trump administration than anybody else. Oh, wow. Um, which is sort of scary, too. But, 
but yeah, it's you make a good point. I mean, it, it's funny. It's it's a it's a juxtaposition to see an old school sort of speakeasy style raid on uh, a patient community gathering for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, we call it a party, but it, it's, it's a place where medical marijuana patients, we, we don't have a program in Pennsylvania up and running. Um, the New Jersey program is, is horribly restrictive. So where are patients left? Um, they're left to uh, gather themselves and try and gain access however they can. Um, not everybody in Philly can hop on a frontier flight to Colorado and swing back with a book bag full of weed. Right. Um, and Grandma certainly not everybody... Can. What's that? And grandma certainly can and, uh, can't. And the more pe- more way we have access to, for people, there's, there's not enough access. This party was providing it. It seems like I want to ask you about this because uh, people have been asking. The number one question they're asking me about is uh, about Poe and Rachel and uh, these other folks. Have they been bailed out? Uh, is there a way people can give them money to get them bailed out? Is there anything they can do to help them right now? I love, I, okay, yes. Uh, first of all, I love the community support that's been there for them, which has been strong. Um, they don't need a, a legal defense fund right now, but they may in the future. Here's what happened with the bail. Uh, so 22 people were arrested, and nobody was charged with anything minor. In fact, they let everybody go uh, who they weren't charging with major felonies. So out of the 100 or so people that were at the party, 22 were arrested, and all of them caught serious felony charges. Um, Poe and Rachel were charged with multiple felony offenses, possession with intent to distribute, criminal conspiracy, but their most serious felony charge has nothing to do with marijuana. It's an S3 felony risking catastrophe for the community for apparently having the party in an unlicensed warehouse. Um, And that's actually their most serious charge. They were given a $250,000 bail, which is extremely high. That's huge. It's like a murderer. That's crazy. This is what's crazy. Like, they threw the absolute book at them, and they're trying to throw them in jail for a long time, right? Just wait, Mike. This is just the first round of getting the book thrown at them. I mean, the bail, they asked for more, um, but the other thing that they attached to the bail is what's called a nebbia, N-E-B-B-I-A. And in Pennsylvania, what that means, it, it exists in other states, too, and federally. But if they throw a nebbia on your bail, you have to prove that the source of your bail cash is not from a criminal enterprise. Yikes. So, like, and that makes it, like, really tough to fundraise for somebody's bail. So, like, if your bail was $500 and I held a GoFundMe and everybody gave 5 bucks, right. I'd have to submit about 100 pages of documents for every person who donated to make sure that that 5 bucks didn't come from a criminal enterprise up to and including a lemonade stand. You know what I mean? What happened to innocent so, until proven guilty? That's crazy. Well, that's the, that's the whole notion of bail reform. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, New Jersey Weed Man is suffering the other side of that. Um, New Jersey's Bail Reform Act that was passed last year has left him held without bail for 56 days so far um, right. because of, uh, you know, he's in jail on obstruction of justice, and they changed the bail to say um, it used to be that you can only withhold bail for capital crimes like murder, but they, with the Bail Reform Act that they passed, and that's that's the funny thing about this, these days. We've got to watch the politics hard from the reform community. The prohibitionists are, um, you know, in many ways seeking to confound a lot of different laws to screw up cannabis consumers' lives. And bail reform, where they can hold you without bail for non-capital crimes. Oh, absolutely. Civil asset forfeiture, all these things, you know. We have something in like that in Massachusetts, but, I mean, 250000 is just it's outrageous. Outrageous for a cannabis. Especially for Rachel, too. I feel so for bad Rachel, for her, exactly. On top well, of Poe. I feel I, bad for Poe, again, too. She, yeah, yeah it, you guys have to understand that the way that they're constructing the case, it's um, 
again, their most serious charge is not about marijuana. Their most serious charge is about the, the venue and risking your catastrophe. And right. if you've seen some of the press line, they're like, oh, the L&I stuff, you know, it was a unlicensed warehouse. And right. And as somebody um, who has gone to underground um, unlicensed after hours parties in Boston, as well as Philly, I'm into house music. I, I, I know that's something that our our community, besides the cannabis community, has faced in the past. Um, you know, we, we like to have fun. You know, it's a safe environment. Where, where else are we supposed to go? I yeah. mean, that's the other right. thing. Yeah. Exactly. better there than in the, the street. I mean, right. if, if, if Live Nation or, or any of these places would rent us, if Live Nation or any of these places or like Union Transfer would rent us their venue to put 300 pot smokers inside, yeah, we so would rent safe. it. Exactly. So, so where's safe. that space? Like that's the, you know, it's so funny, Chris, because uh, I think it was your quote. Uh, they, you, they, uh, the police said they were coming in. The only reason that they were here is because marijuana is still illegal, right? Isn't that yeah, kind of why weird, weird interaction? I mean, isn't that kind of why Poe and Poe and us are doing like when why we support this is like and what Poe did and what who, you know whoever had this party did because marijuana is illegal. This is the option. It's a safer option to have a little party like this. The, the community regulates versus being out in the street by yourself wondering if you're going to get ripped off. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you know the experience. You know this party. It wasn't the only one. I mean, the cannabis community has events like this all the time and it's not just rich and poe and rachel and all these po- right. folks exactly who i've been involved in together i mean for reform for mass can i mean all for all different causes we've always done parties and sometimes people would have edibles there sometimes that was a drawing card and it became more of more of a drawing card you know sometimes it was just hospitality back in the day but right. uh, it's well, become yeah. a different thing now obviously yeah and it, but that's the thing, like 20 years ago, this is what was happening with the DEA in California. Right. Um, you know, 18 years ago, it was Colorado local authorities who were raiding underground uh, patient cooperatives and, and uh, collective gardens and things like that. And the people who had the guns in their faces by police 20 years ago are now the buttoned up cannabis industry of today. <laughs> And what I don't like now is the tone that I see from a lot of, um, you know, our, our movement has become part regulated, part not. Right. And in states like Pennsylvania and New Jersey, where we, we still have prohibition in place, we have parties like this. And I see a lot of poo-pooing on what happened to Poe. It's like, oh, well, it was some sort of unlicensed right. rave. And right. It's, it's not going to legalization. I'm like, exactly. Especially in there, especially about? there, you but know, even this, in mass. It was raids like this that changed the law in right. other states. Right. You know, right. I don't understand right. why we would say that now. And I don't like the idea that the regulated industry would be okay with anybody getting arrested for marijuana. Right. You know what I mean? I like, agree. it's not okay to be like the regulated industry and be like, oh, don't arrest us. Just yeah. go after the dirty yeah, just donors. Bu- you just, know what bust, I mean? just bust these other people who are our competition is basically what it is. Let's be honest about it. That's what I say. Uh, Chris, because honestly, like, what, what NAPO did was heroic, in my opinion. What these folks are doing is heroic. They're offering a service to people that they desperately need in a safe place. And it doesn't exist. And, I, you know, at, in, at the New England Cannabis Convention, I had one panel that I did. I opened it up. They, were, you know, wanted to go through the whole law, what it means, legalization and medical mass. And I just said, let's look at the basics. And the basic right now is I'm going to do a poll, you folks. And I asked them specifically, the audience, I said, how many people right now are getting uh, legal cannabis through uh, 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 growing it themselves? Like five, five six people, hands yeah, went up. yeah. 
How many of you people, oh, the first question I asked before that is how many people use cannabis here and about 50 hands went out. Everybody, yeah. And so then the second question was, you know, how many grow, five or six? Uh, how many people are getting it from a legal uh, dispensary in Massachusetts right now? And seven, eight, maybe? Yeah, but like I think about like five yeah. of them actually yeah. worked dispensaries. And then how many of you <laughs> going to black market or gray yeah. market sources? And it was like 40, 50 yep. hands went out. You I know? live streamed yeah. this. As in Massachusetts, this is, this is the reality. Right. So these dispensary professional people have to get their crap together because they're getting killed by this other market. That's my opinion. Well, you can see that in the numbers, Mike. I mean, New York's medical marijuana program, cannabis oil only program, mind you, no flour, yeah. no smoking. Uh, they registered 13,000 patients and only 6,000 went to a dispensary twice. Right. You know, New Jersey only has 10,000 registered patients. You know, these laws that they're passing, these limited access laws, oil only laws, oh, limited geez. licenses, um, this only keeps prohibition alive because instead of ending prohibition, they've continued it forward for everybody else. They've only ended prohibition for a very small sect of the population. Right. I mean, 10,000 registered medical marijuana patients in New Jersey is 0.1% of the 9 million people that live there. So, you know, it's great to declare New Jersey is a medical marijuana state for 10,000 people, not for the 9 million of, of the rest of the residents. So this this is cognitive dissonance here. This is becoming a little dangerous. Um, you know, this movement was about stopping the arrest of patients. That's what I saw at this raid. I had a cop put his hand, you know, two cops put their hands down my pants. Oh, lovely. Underneath my boxers. Ugh. All over a marijuana. I, you know, I've been detained. I can't even tell you how many times in the course of protesting and other stuff. Right. I've never had that happen to they me. They searching you drown, special, down and grabbing your nuts. Oh, no. Do you have a response to that guy, that Nichols guy from Philly Magazine that kind of made fun of that? Oh, 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 that pen name guy, whatever. I mean, you know, that's that's the thing, Mike. For 100 years, the police come first, and then the prohibitionists come after in the press. It's just right. it's standard fare. I mean, yeah. it's it's just common. I but, wouldn't give him a nickel um, for his nickel story. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it, that's not his, I mean, that's not, that's a pen name. I mean, it's a okay. pseudonym for another writer in town. But, it's like, um, you know, that's the thing. There was, there was another op-ed from the Heritage Foundation that ran in the Daily News this week about how uh, nobody drinks to get drunk, but everybody who smokes marijuana smokes it. What to the get hell drunk, is that about? Is oh my gosh. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone um, who eats cheese wants to be fat. Everyone right. who uh, drinks right. coffee well, wants a buzz. Steak. Everyone who drinks coffee <laughs> wants a buzz. Oh, yeah. Anyone well, who drink- come to any Phillies game or St. Patrick's Day or the Mummers Parade in Philadelphia, and I will challenge the notion that people don't drink to get drunk. Most do. I want so, them. I mean, good luck. Good luck with that one. Right. But, the, but that's the thing, Mike. Um, you know, this case highlights all of that sort of cognitive dissonance, the fact that at the same time that they're raiding NAPO and terrorizing a group of low-income Philadelphia patients, they're handing out, uh, you know, they just accepted the applications from millionaires like Lindy right. Snyder and, right. and people like that uh, for this regulated cannabis oil program. Right. So it, it's really hard to hold all these things in your head at the same time, you know? Absolutely. Um, and also, too, you know, the, the most disturbing aspect of Poe's arrest is that you know, no matter what happens to him in court, you have to wonder if he got in hot water because of pot or politics. Right. Like, you know, no, was it because of the party or because he was an uppity stoner? I think, I think it was politics. I think you know? that he, he got under people's skin. Um, 
And I think the, the fact that they, it looks like they've been investigating for a while, it looks like. Uh, let me ask you a couple questions real quick on this. When is this next? There's something coming up that people can go to, but they have to act nice. They can't. Showing showing up. Yeah, yeah. This is pretrial. So, and this oh, is yeah. Pre- and so everybody knows, like, any pretrial hearing, like, if your friend ever catches a criminal charge for marijuana or whatever, and you want to show up and support them in court at their pretrial hearing, you better show up in your Sunday church clothes yep. and shut the fuck, you know, just be completely exactly. Just be there. You know what I mean? Just be there. So, yeah, do not, you know, because the pretrial hearing is where they decide if the person's going to get out of jail on lower bail or not. And if you piss off a judge, judges yeah. are people, too. And, um, you know, they don't want to seem special. You know what I mean? Um, they want to get their lawyers. You want to let their lawyers do the talking, not supporters. Always. Later in trials, later on, when you've got a jury sat, that's when you do that kind of like, you know, large visible courthouse support. Right. But, you know, I'm hoping that for a lot of these people, I mean, it's not just Poe and Rachel. There's, you know, right. other than them, there's plenty people. other people who yeah. caught serious charges. Right. So, right. you know, they were there at the event. They've been participating in the event. Every single one of them caught Possession with intent to distribute and right. conspiracy, both high-level felonies. So, is Mike Selvey one of them too? I, think I, I don't want to comment on who else was arrested okay. because okay. I, I feel I feel like um, I don't I don't think it's fair to um, to comment on other than Rich and Rachel. Let me ask um, you a couple more else. questions. It, it, let me know if you can't answer. It's fine. Uh, we, this is like speed round because we're running out of time with you. I want to just get yeah. No, no, I gotta get going too. But go All ahead, right. fire away. Uh, I want to ask you uh, number one. Uh, uh, like, do you think the police are going to try to flip people and play them against each other since there's so many, even uh, Rich and Rachel or N.A. Poe and Rachel? Yeah, I mean, it's not the police now. It's about the, it's about Prosecutor. the prosecutor, right. you know, playing that game. And, you know, the other side of it, too, it is it is a community. They're going to have 22 different lawyers, but I'm sure they're all going to work together. And it was a community before. I'm sure they're going to go in as a community to court. But, um, you know, as far as the police go, I mean, yeah, you're right, Mike. They were, like, undercover at a marijuana party. How the hell hard was that? I mean, all they had to do is show up, be nice, and share some weed. It wasn't right. like infiltrating the sons of anarchy here. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one's going to get killed. No. Yeah, seriously. I mean, how Paul hard was it to Paul pose made as fun a of donor you in a or a needy patient? Here's what I want to know. Were there undercover cops posing as needy medical marijuana patients? Because that would really get under my skin. Oh, yeah. I'm ours sure too. they were. I'm sure they were. You think so, Mike? I wouldn't doubt that's it. That's terrible. I'm sure they were, too, um, because that's the nature of the event, too. I mean, that's that's the kind of people, that's how they would have to blend in if they were right. going to spend that time there. Ugh. And keep in mind that at these events, Poe collected winter coat drives, toy donations, right. uh, homeless food drives. I hope the undercovers made a donation. At least. You know, I all, hope so. All, all that, too, like, uh, none of that got reported. I think we're the first, uh, us in Boston, in Cambridge today, in, in Massachusetts, are the first to report that they're they raising funds for charity at these events. And this event, specifically, they had a specific charity they were raising funds for in, in, in things, right? Is that correct, Chris? Well, they always helped out different stuff. I mean, they would help out Mike Whiter's sort of veterans projects and Operation Overman. They would help out uh, Tuffy's fight for uh, Tatiana Rivera, an epileptic and autistic child in New Jersey. And, um, but all kinds of, like, they helped all kinds of people out. And again, the, like, the food drives, the winter coat drives, the toy drives, they went to, like, the regular charities in Philly. And oftentimes, like, Poe would go out and, like, hand this stuff out directly to homeless people. He was that, like, seriously, I've known this guy for six years. He's one of my best friends. And we're both deeply flawed human beings like everyone else in the world. But I'll tell you what. He's a good person. Right. And he right. really cares about the community and other people. And it, it's not an act, man. He's a genuine, genuine, caring guy for all of his faults, flaws, and, 
you know, smoking joints with porn stars on videos. He really uh, is a good person. Thing is, he'll right. be the first um, to admit and joke about it too. That's the funniest thing ever. Likes yeah, all the good people yeah. are. Yeah, and no one deserves to be in jail for cannabis prohibition. Uh-huh. And but the lingering question is, you know, again, um, and it'll be a disturbing question no matter what happens in court. You know, was it uh, the party in the pot? Or was it the fact that Rich was just a, a, a particularly good political activist that, that caught the eye of everybody along the way in the new Trump administration? Right. Well, and APO, a big target, a big will, story. That too. will happen. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That's been happening. Yep. We're the young jerks on right, WMF Radio. One more but, question, Chris. I want to ask yeah. you about NAPO lawyer, because there was a story that came out that said he had a lawyer, that, and the guy was saying uh, some interesting stuff. Is that his lawyer or someone else's lawyer? What's going on with that? I mean, you know, Poe has to decide who his lawyer is going to be. And, um, you know, essentially it came down to, like, in an abundance of caution, like, and care, like, two law- two lawyers ended up getting hired for him at the same time, Jeremy Alva and uh, Chuck Peruto. And so I guess Chuck's going to represent him at the pretrial hearing and all that stuff, and he is representing him, even though he, he made some... I mean, I don't even know what to say about him. Oh, some of them were great. Like, he, you know, I, I want to edit his stuff for him because some of this stuff was so awesome. And then some stuff I was like, oh, you should have said that. I know. It's Chuck. like, it's like you know, I, I mean, I don't even know what. I mean, the guy is He's a very right famous track. lawyer in Philadelphia. You have yep. to understand that all the lawyers, Jeremy Alva and Chuck Peruto, are like the top criminal defense right. lawyers in Philly. And, oh. um, you know, Jeremy, Al, uh, Brad Shuttleworth, uh, Jeremy's... Um, uh, partner, I think, is representing Ray, Rachel, and they're like normal attorneys. They've gone to legal conferences and stuff like that, but they also win tons of criminal cases against the Philadelphia Narcotics Department and things like that. That's what counts. So, uh, both lawyers are good. Whoever, whichever lawyer represents Rich uh, at the end, he's got two spectacular lawyers. So, whichever one he decides to go with for the long term, he's going to be well represented. Is Ra- Rachel and NA going to get out anytime soon? You think? Uh, both are, I mean, you know, uh, I would imagine that their lawyers are, are, are fighting as hard as possible to get them out early next week. Um, I mean, I would imagine that they would, they have to have separate Nebbia bail hearings, so they're going to try and reduce their bail and then um, pay their bail and get them out as soon as they can. I mean, obviously, their client's been sitting in jail for a week, and, um, you know, they were detained 36 hours before they were arraigned. I was at the 1 a.m. arraignment hearing, and I brought a lawyer to represent them. Uh, and got their bail knocked down. They asked for more than they got. I mean, I'm glad I was there with an attorney. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, their attorneys will figure out their legal defense. But of course, they and their families are going to be fighting hardest to get them out as soon as possible. But I wouldn't expect them to be able to talk to the press anytime. Oh, soon. quick question: Do you know which facility they're being held at? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can look them up on the Philadelphia Inmate Search. Okay. There's a single women's facility um, I, uh, for the Philadelphia jail, and then Poe's being held at essentially the, the main general population jail, right. um, which is CFCF. Uh, it, they call it the State Road Prison, but that's 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 where he's held. Okay. Um, you know, he's got he's got money in his commissary. He's good. making calls out. His family good. and friends are in contact with him. J- yeah. Even as good as spirits can be expected. I good. actually got him to laugh on the phone for a of second course. the other day. Of course, you got to laugh. A joke. And I read him the quotes from Jim Kenny, and that made him, you know, he was like, <laughs> he's like uh, we got to blow this up. Uh, you got to let everybody know. I'm like, dude, it's already national news. It's right. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's already so, taken off. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Good. Just, good. just when like, they have the mugshot. I'm like, you got to feel good about this. Right. And, you know, when you get out, you won't have to talk to anybody because it'll take you two weeks to read the press clips already. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and it, the N.A. Poe and Rachel uh, mugshots are up there with Bonnie and Clyde. Let me just say that. Like, <laughs> well, don't say that. No, God I mean, that's good and a bad thing. They're not Bonnie and Clyde, but they're like as popular, like. 
like oh, yeah. and, and Bonnie and Clyde, like, I don't know. They weren't yeah, you're right. Please, it's not a good please. Let's no, I mean, thank you God know. the police didn't just like come out with the Tommy guns the other yeah. night at the race. Thank God, right yes. Um um, you know, on whole, though, I have to say that the Philadelphia Narcotics Squad is, uh, 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 they they were really after Poe. I mean, you I couldn't believe the things that they were saying about him inside. They're Mike treating him saying, like the Bonnie and Clyde. They geez. really are. That's the funny thing. Well, no, 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 Mike. I mean, you know, this is part of, I mean, again, um, you know, it's funny. The Narcotics Squad is different. And you have to look up a series. If you look up uh, Philadelphia Daily News, Tainted Justice. You have to understand that the Philadelphia Narcotics Squad has been through a series of insane corruption scandals over the last, like, five years. Of course. And, mm-hmm. I mean, no, 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 it's, like, over the top. No, like, we're, we're talking were... the same here in Boston. Like, stuff yeah. like we... Yeah, we, I mean... We, the, well, the drugs, so anyway, the but these guys got their... They, they got fired, the union got their jobs back, Commissioner Ramsey said their badges should be burnt, and they got promotions right. years later. I mean, it's like... Da, da, da. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe the that we're dealing with. Yeah, maybe Poe's party was the competition. <laughs> because in Boston, that they would deal on drugs right out of the evidence. Exactly, exactly. That's well, you know, there's that, too. Um, you know, there's, it is Philly. I mean, like, seriously, like, the entire Philadelphia Narcotic Squad used to be, like, like a running 24-7 of right. bad lieutenant. Like, right. every single no, one. No, it's one of those cities. Yeah. It's one of those cities. It's uh, Philly, New York, Boston. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, 6175. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but again, like, that's, that's the question. So why Poe? You know, he has this great relationship right. with the regular police, and that may have burned up the narcotics squad. I mean, we had so much goodwill during the DNC, um, and we had such a good thing going in the city. But I, I feel this thing, like after the Trump election, right. I feel this thing since January, since the inauguration. I feel a change. and have seen now. I mean, when, again, when people talk about a crackdown or sessions cracking down, right. everybody's conceiving the, the regulated industry. Is he going to crack down on Colorado or yeah. California? What nobody's really realizing is that there's already a crackdown right. on yes. everybody else. Yeah, I feel and it too. Yes. And can do it through the state too. It's already getting worse. Yep. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris, so much. I want to get congrats, like uh, just thank you today for calling in, thank as you. well as like just what you've been doing for NA Poe and the rest of them. Because you I've guys are it. awesome. I, you know, I uh, my my greatest hope is that Poe and Rachel and I will will see you at the Boston Freedom Rally this year on the stage. Hell yeah. We hope so. So, thank yeah, man. Thank you thank again, you guys, Chris. and thank you for your work in Boston. I'll tell you what, like everybody in Philly looks up at Massachusetts with nothing but jealousy, and um, <laughs> I think that because you've legalized marijuana, you're going to meet a lot more New Jerseyans and Pennsylvanians in the coming, you know, year. So, because everybody's going to be coming up there to hang out and smoke weed. I'm Hell sure yeah. of it. I can't wait. I'm sure of it. I love guys from Philly. This is going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> well, seriously, we need to get the corridor going, but I, I love your work, and, and really thank you guys for having me on today. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Catch you later. Oh, it was Chris Goldstein. Uh, we were talking to him about uh, N.A. Poe and his girlfriend, that kitty, Rachel, and uh, like 20 other people were arrested in Philadelphia last Saturday night at a big marijuana party. And, right. Uh, Chris was there. Chris was standing outside when the police came up. And the police fondled Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while he was smoking a cigarette outside. And t- you know. so, yeah, grabbing his nuts. We'll take your phone calls on anything you heard or anything. If you want to comment on what happened with NAPO, you want to talk about NAPO or anything that happened related, uh, or even last weekend, call in 617-500-7100. We're going to take a quick break. we got some other people in the studio that have also been facing some of the same type of things. You know, we, we want to be very careful today. We want to make sure that we don't uh, give too much away and get people in more trouble. Exactly. So that's always a concern on what we cover here. Uh, but, again, uh, sometimes you got to speak up. And, uh, and Chris 
definitely nailed it today, I think. Uh, I, yeah, great caller, great, great information, really important. So if you didn't get to listen to that, if you're just checking us out right now on Facebook Live, go and listen to it later. Share it with your friends. Send it to them. Invite them. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're the Young Jerks. Uh, we'll be right back on WEMF Radio here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you subscribe on that Facebook Live if you're new today. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Uh, CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show. You are listening to the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Canicare Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. Welcome back. We're live on the Young Jerks, WEMF Radio. My name is Mike Crawford. And I'm Lauren Pespiza. You're the crew today. You I'm the I'm the new I'm the new old co-host with uh, Herbie. Yes, Herbie Herbie's here. It's you, Herbie, and myself. I don't know where everyone is. I have no idea. Rhodes seem to be around again, but then as usual, he's not here when we need him. Right? That's that's. <laughs> he's not Rhodes. here when we need him. Yeah, most. he shows up all the time when we have like like the studios packed and we. Yeah. Have but we could use him on a yeah. summer day. He, yeah. He's not here. Where are you, Rhodes, my birthday buddy? He's out partying at the beach for all I'm sure. Well, making money. He's a making money man now. Hustling. He's got like six side hustles. And uh, Warren's not here. Warren is actually in Rhode Island right now. What, is he doing something with a film? Uh, no, he's doing something because um, somebody he knows got, just got like nominated or elected or... I think it was his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but is he part of that too? He might be. <laughs> It is his girlfriend. He's a filmmaker. He doesn't tell us a lot about what's going on with his films. I want to hear more about his films. Warren is very mysterious. Yeah. And he makes up stuff. Every time I tell him what the show's about, it, it yeah. becomes about... Fake news. Fake news. Someone who got murdered. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. The cops or, did it. Or and me I'm like, throwing Pepsi at people. I'm like, he just posted on Facebook, on his Facebook, about what our show's about today. And it's yeah. not true. What do I do? It's fake I just news. let it go. I laugh. I smoke it on the joint. You got it's it. It's Warren. It's Warren. Even news. worse than Lauren. He's going to run for office. He might win. He might. Against Jason Lewis, maybe. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, and Brianna's is out, too. I don't know what's up with Bri. She got in something happened. So we'll, uh, I don't know. We hope uh, Bri's doing good. And uh, we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio, right, Lauren? We sure are. We move on, don't we? We do. We have to move on. We keep it going. Because we got guests in the studio. Great guests. We got a big show. We've already been talking about the NA Post situation and uh, the kitty, his uh, girlfriend, Rachel Friedman, and other folks who have been arrested in Philadelphia and other places. But, uh, you know, this Philly story really got me going. And uh, well, I'm glad that we're doing the show and glad that we're here for, to talk about it. Uh, we talked to Chris Goldstein earlier. If anyone has any phone calls or comment on that, some people are commenting online. We, maybe we should read some of the comments from the live video that we posted earlier. I would, but we're on a new live video now. I can't see them all. Well, you're going to have to switch back. All right, hold all right. on. And we got new cameras here. I don't know if those are working we yet. We have like two right now. Yeah, they switch back and forth. Are they doing a dual? Mike, uh, you're Herbie, on. Why don't you just do one view at a time and Mike, go back and forth? Yeah, but of... include me because I look good today. But yeah. Mike, you've got like multiple angles on you right yeah. now. Good thing you got uh, a good probably, face right I haven't now. shaved. I didn't get a haircut. <laughs> I got hairs probably coming out of my yeah, nostrils. Yeah, I'm like ready for like, yeah, I, I've got a face for radio right now, but I'm still like hamming it up because, no. you know, this is WEMF after all. And there are people watching too. There are, like, sure are. Yeah. I'm going to give myself a heart. Like, if you notice what I'm doing, we're also on our own phone, like inviting people to the live screen. Exactly. Now I'm not just doing that. I'm giving myself a bunch of hearts. 
a bunch of hearts. Someone like, should help me like out. Like us as much as we like people us. People watching should start doing the same. Come on, help me out. Pretend you're listening. No one's doing it except for me. See? <laughs> where, where are you, Lauren? Now Lauren's No, well, I'm it. looking at the other old videos so I can see the comments oh, that I we see. got. So you're not like there you told to me, me to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I shared this new video, though, so my friends will be tuning in shortly if they haven't already. Yeah. But I'm trying to look at the comments on the old video. But there's but a lot of people watching right now. Yeah, I, because I shared it, bro. Numbers are going up. That's my thing, right? We got I've, fans. I've been sharing it, too. I know. No, we all, we both have a lot of fans and, and a lot of followers. We have a very, very, you know, we, we cover the real stuff. So, of course, people would follow us. You guys are doing the right thing. Thank you for listening and thank you for following. And your comments are welcome. And uh, once we figure out how to get to them, we totally will. And make sure you subscribe, too. Absolutely. And, and, hey, if you got 420 a month, donate, us, donate to us on Patreon, right? Yeah, patreon.com slash the young jerks. The young jerks. We also have some guests in the studio. Uh, definitely wanted to talk to uh, Jason, who... Uh, I'd seen on Facebook uh, was staging a protest about what happened to him uh, last year, I believe, or the year before, uh, related to being a medical marijuana patient in Massachusetts and driving and the police and the situation and how how difficult it is and, and what they do to you, uh, both uh, the police and the law enforcement and the prosecutors and the RMV, and it just never ends for medical patients in some respects. And I want to talk to him about that, why he's doing a protest. Uh, Jason... Say your last name for me. Moodly. Moodly. Thanks for Moodly. having me tonight, Mike. What's going on? Why are you doing a protest? And when is it? What's, what's up with this? Well, uh, first off, uh, protest date uh, will be this upcoming Friday, May 5th, down in front of the Hardwick Police Station. Uh, we'll be protesting from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And um, as you alluded to, um, it, it really stems back to an event that happened a year ago, uh, past February 2016. Um, so on my way, uh, coming down uh, Old Turnpike Road down there through uh, Ocam into New Braintree, and um, saw a police officer at the bottom of the gully, did what any normal human being would do, I checked my speedometer, make sure I wasn't speeding, and was doing the speed limit, was doing about 40, 45 miles an hour as i um, coming down the hill, um, past the officer, and the uh, officer came immediately out, so um, started to slow down, figure out what was going on, he threw his blue lights on, and I immediately pulled over. Um, when he pulled me over, he, uh, I asked the officer very calmly, you know, uh, officer, uh, what seems to be the issue right now? And uh, he tried to tell me that I was doing 55 miles in a 35-mile-per-hour uh, zone. And I said, there's no possible way, officer. I said, you know, I saw you at the bottom of the gully. I saw my speedometer. Doing maybe 45, 35 tops. What kind of car were you in? I was uh, in a green... Uh, GP, I'm sorry, uh, a blue SUV, a Saab SUV. Right, okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Cool, Saabs, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he was talking to me. Um, he asked for my license and registration. Uh, I, I made the big foul up. I, I keep my patient card right next to my license, as any patient should do. Right. And um, they look uh, identical here in the state of Massachusetts. So. They do. I almost gave one to a police officer when I got pulled over. Uh, you don't want to make that mistake. No. Nope. I, <laughs> I think he recognized right away that I, I my, what I, I think he knew. I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> so uh, I, I accidentally handed it to him. Oh, uh, so you actually did what I almost did. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> So uh, he didn't think it was so funny. Um, that was my worst fear. So, <laughs> oh, my God. So, Yikes. Uh, this, this ring 
true to me. I mean, it's a good thing I don't it have could a real easily license. happen because they look exactly alike. It they happened do. to me. It Same literally picture. happened to me. Same picture. I just saw the word marijuana and I just realized, oh my god, I'm pulling out the wrong license to give him. Um, uh, yeah. How do I pull this back so he doesn't think I'm oh. a freak with two different licenses? <laughs> right, right. But the same picture, right? Is that oh, why? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, I just, I just applied for my card and they're going to use the same picture as my uh, so, mass ID. So what happened then? He thought you were being a joker, didn't he? Oh yeah. So what, what are you, a wise ass? Uh, oh no, man. No, no, officer. Uh, I, th I thought I was handing you my driver's license. Uh, uh, it started to go south real quickly. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, they threw the book at you with no real good evidence. And, oh. uh, it basically got dismissed, mm. thrown good. out, and. Well, uh, well, right? uh, uh, a little bit more complicated yeah. than that. God, he cuts the chase on it. All right, so uh, long story short, um, he accused me of speeding. I wasn't speeding. He accused me of being under the drugs and alcohol. I blew a perfect breathalyzer for of the course. officer. Um, even uh, volunteered to pee in a cup for him. Uh, tested negative to everything but the marijuana that right. I prescribed. Right, um, Needless to say, he ended up charging me with uh, OUI distribution. Uh, yeah, I'm fighting that same thing right now oh. for like the exact similar reasons. It's uh, it's and it's been two years. How long are you? Are you at a trial yet, or are you still pretrial? Um, uh, because of instances in my life that we'll get into momentarily, uh, I've actually finished the case at this point. Uh, uh, honestly, you're, you're better off. Honestly, it's it's you know the open case thing sucks. Uh, which which courthouse is this out of? Uh, this was out of the East Brookfield Court. So it was a a, a, a town police officer, not a statey. It was. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. And so basically, you had because of all this, you had issues uh, with the RMV and oh, driving. Of course. Oh, yeah. They, and they, of course. They, you know, basically because we we talked about our friend today, uh, Doctor John Nadoni, who was labeled by the Board of Registration of Medical is some kind of danger, which is crazy, and he was not. Immediate and they, threat. And, yeah, and they took his I license away. I got one of those open stuff. And it was totally unlawful. It was totally, he, he can sue and win. He can sue the crap out of him. I hope I'm he does. convinced of that. And like I said when I, in the very beginning, he was totally innocent. He was ruled innocent. He just got his license back, thank yeah. God. But the hardship he spent. It's and, expensive to get back. And the back. same thing happens here. It's like they, they immediately assume yes. when the police officer says that you're a risk, they're going to take your license, and it's going to be Indefinite. A, a real hard thing to get it back. Indefinite. Right? Oh, and th that's what I ran into with this. Make it, sure I want you to get close oh, to the mic. Um, because of the immediate threat, I, I mean, the way the laws are structured, it was an absolute fiasco. Of course. Um, I tried to appeal this to the RMV board. Nobody would even watch a video, which we did take of the actual instance. You could see that I was not threatening to this police officer at all. Right. Um, the RMV looked at it they then sent me to an appeals board where i spoke to three other individuals all heads of their various departments they didn't even want to look at the video of right. course so so how much should you spend to have these appeals because i know it's like a thousand when i get when i get you know my case dismissed it's going to be a thousand dollars just to get my license reinstated even though i haven't the been charged of the system the cost oh. yeah so, i mean yeah it's, it's, it's expensive i don't know if i'll get it back because right. i'm not i'm not exactly financially solvent right now w yeah. whether i'm innocent or not right and i mean so. with, with lawyers right oh, uh, totally. fees, oh exactly legal fees through the probation department because right. of it. I mean, I'm I'm getting close to ten thousand dollars. So how long did you not have a license for? Um, just over a year. And okay. so what happened from there? Tell us well, like the, the bad, the real bad stuff. Well, here, here, here's here's where it really gets ugly. Um, obviously the police officer isn't responsible for this, but because of the police officer accusing me of being an immediate threat and doing all these things that were not the case. Um, my wife and I were taking a trip this past October, my fiance, she would be my wife this upcoming month. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, we were traveling uh, to Salem for Halloween festivities. Um, the driver of that vehicle was intoxicated. Because um, you couldn't drive. Because yeah. you, were, you were sober. Oh, right. absolutely. And you um, would have been able to drive if, mm. if, if uh, you had had your license. So you, instead of you driving, your girlfriend, 
your fiance. We, we were you went with another couple. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. they got drunk. Yeah, and I mean, we pleaded with them. We tried to beg them to pull the vehicle over. He, he wasn't stopping for nothing. Damn. And uh, passenger tried to stop the vehicle. She says, that's it. I'm ending this. Uh, threw a seatbelt on and janked the wheel. Uh, Yikes. Um, car ended up crashing on the Mass Pike uh, weekend of October 29th. And um, I have 12 broken bones because of it right oh now. Oh, my so recovering. Uh, Beyonce, uh, she didn't make it. Um, she passed away. I'm even more sorry. So that's why you're doing this protest. And then, yes, that, that's the real reason behind this protest. It's not about black lives or Spanish lives or any color lives matter. I support about, all those lives. Absolutely. I, yeah. But I, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's deeper than that. It, it's about police corruption. This is very, very personal to me. This is well, crazy. Yeah, it's this about is, what happened to you, too. This is awful. This and is a life fiance. lost. Absolutely. What was her name? Uh, my uh, fiance's name was Ashley Sheehan, and that's what we're naming the protest movement after. Um, my God. And, just because they're police officers, they're still human beings. And I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say all police officers are bad. I actually respect they put their lives in danger. It seems like, day. unfortunately, that too many police officers he, come across medical marijuana he's, he's don't a, recognize them and think that they're drug dealers. And he's they a, keep he, doing this all the time. He's a little more forgiving than I am on that, on that yeah. note. i got to say, I respect, I respect your strength for that. Because I mean, I explained to him I was a caregiver. And he you had a car, too. You I had, had, you I had, had my car. paperwork in a folder, right. and he didn't even want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, yep. This is a problem. When did this all happen, the initial bust, when you had your card? And- um, this initially happened uh, February 23rd of uh, 2016. Thanks. And I, I mean, like I said, after the accident, it wasn't about, I know I could have beaten the case. Yeah. I, I know I absolutely could have beaten the case. But it wasn't about that anymore. But you weren't I, found guilty. You had to continue out on finding you went with the deal and just got your life over with. Because your fiancé had just been She just died. passed away. Yeah, you, uh, I, I have, I'm a single father now. Yeah. I, had, I have to take care of our daughter. You had to move on with your life. Yeah. And, and this is what they count on. Oh, I mean, yeah. they string yep. you along. They know that they can't. It's yes. going to be difficult. That they don't want to take the risk that they get a conviction because they may not. Now yeah. it's not that easy anymore. No. Um, you know, I want to uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, Thursday, it's Thursday, right? It, it'll be this upcoming Friday. Oh, Friday! Yeah. It's a Friday. Even better for people. Friday. I wish they did more Friday stuff at the state house. It was like Monday. Yeah. Tuesdays, day. Wednesdays. Yeah. Friday is yeah. a better day for me. I, I have less work. So Friday. April 4th, Hardwick Police. Uh, 10, Friday, 10, May 5th. Oh, Friday. I'm sorry. You're right. We're going into May. <laughs> Just finished April 27th, my birthday. What am I doing? Friday. Thank you again. Friday, May 4th, Hardwick Police. Uh, oh, May 5th. <laughs> Friday, May 5th, Hardwick Police. Where is Hardwick, number one? Uh, middle of nowhere. That's part of the issue. Uh, the, <laughs> police stations barely even open. Close to Worcester? Uh, it's right outside of Worcester, about two towns west of Worcester. Okay. And I mean, really, I mean, we're not just going down there to protest. We're really getting an initiative started yep. for the state. And tell us about that, because this is body cams, too. We, we've done body well, yes, cams. Yes, we've had here. the uh, Boston Police Camera Action Team on yep. as guests a couple and of It is. Yeah. And we're actually modeling the initiative after what just happened in Boston. We're working Great. with the ACLU. Um, Good. We're going to be adopting a lot of their practices that they just did here in the city of Boston. Uh, but we're really going to be uh, putting forward a statewide initiative. Um, to try to get every law enforcement officer mounted in the state with a body cam, just so we can ensure that this doesn't happen again. A li- yeah, I mean, honestly, a, like a life is lost. Is that that is that protecting and serving? No, no that's not protecting and serving. No, it's not. So uh, we yeah. also have Eric here as well, right? Eric, uh, can I say your name? Is it our yeah, Eric Valley, right? Yeah, Eric from Mass Cannabis. A- a- Eric from where? Mass Cannabis. Mass Cannabis. Okay. Mm. And, uh, I mean, you know, people know who you are. I've seen you around. I know people, like, really like you and look up to you and respect you a lot. I'm a grower from the state. I, uh, I 
Yeah, I'm out there. I have a lot of other friends I do business with, like the Mass Genetics boys. I, I have a seed company, Nerd Creations, with my business partner out in Spain. Um, yeah, we just, I have a consulting company that we go around and we help out a lot of the patients to make sure they're doing it properly and everything. I work with Jay from CBD Consulting. We're all friends from the community, you know, and I'm here to back him with this initiative, you know. Everybody should be held accountable for their actions. These people are police officers. There's no reason everybody has a cell phone on them. Why can't they have a body cam on them? They right. should be working at all times. If your body cam isn't working, if you're a police officer when they when they have these, then you should be held accountable like every other citizen in this. Absolutely. Country. Right. You know, it just it is what it is. You know, some and sometimes people it, it, have, yeah, and for the cops too. Like you know, I I grew up with some guys who are cops now, um, and I remember my brother and them you know witnessed an incident. That they had to, you know, back the cop because the guy was being a jerk. That you know, the guy attacked our friend who was a cop in uniform, and you know, and uh, you know, basically, if he had a camera, he wouldn't have needed some guys to testify. Right. But fortunately, yeah. he had some friendly guys who actually would right. write out the report and say exactly what did happen. But you know, a lot of times it doesn't exist. So for the police who are doing the right thing, it backs right. them as if well. If you're doing the right thing and it's in a law enforcement situation, you're a cop or or a victim of law enforcement. Body cams will help you. Especially lawsuits are so prevalent in law enforcement. Let's be serious. You yeah. know, even after you won, he I know for a fact that the cop was still worried he might get sued by this crazy person. Right. You know, it's just it's a win win for that, both. I'm gonna say that's the flip side of this argument. Uh, is totally. That if you're a good cop. This is actually protecting you. Exactly. You have nothing to hide. Right. It's the bad cops that would be put on notice and, with this. Initiative. And, you know, I hate that argument about surveillance where you have, if you have nothing to hide, this won't hurt you. But when you're, you are a implement of the state, you are a police officer, you are in the military, you are a, you know, somebody who is working for the, the, you know, current institution. Yeah. They need to, you know, for, for a private citizen with the argument, you have nothing to hide bothers me because, you know, if you've got nothing to hide, you know, this surveillance won't affect you. But when you're actually working for the state and for the people who have the surveillance technology and who are imposing law and whatnot. No, that's the ones that we need to watch. It's not the private citizen so much as the police department. And, and like I said, I'm just saying this because I hate that argument in general, but when you're talking about it in, on the flip side, in regards to police department, military, law enforcement, all that stuff, it's very important to, you know, to understand the difference is that they are working for us. We, our tax dollars pay their salary and they're supposed to serve and protect. And all we're doing is accountability when Absolutely. it comes to surveillance as opposed to, you know, yeah. Accountability for everybody. Accountability not just for, for the police officers. Exactly. For, for the citizens as well. Yes, yes. But I mean, I think the police officers honestly uh, need more accountability than private citizens because they're the ones with the power. Well, I mean, I, I a mean, lot of them end up with John Wayne syndrome, it's called. <laughs> they come out and they just think that they're it's a psychological yeah. term. Um, a lot of those people most of are attracted are, to Honestly, the I, think, I think that yeah. anybody who becomes a cop has some kind of psychological issue to begin with. <laughs> you know, just, just, <laughs> some, just some guys, that's a personal I don't statement. Know, some guys want to serve and, and they want to There job, are a few, there's the few good, there's the, but we're one of the good ones. Okay, but like, why'd you become a cop in the first place? I don't know, sorry. All I know is right now in the community in Massachusetts, not, what I'm like finding that. is a lot of the local police are on the cannabis right. side. They've been exactly. Oh, absolutely. The local police are better, yes. Federal, on a federal standpoint, they have... And a state standpoint. Know, it's corporization, not legalization. People are kind of blind to that right yeah. now. So they're getting yelled at from a higher standpoint to come and rain down on these other people. But on a state standpoint, I think we're changing and we're showing the social stigma is lifting on right, that. Right. But well, yes. people are individuals. Cops, like he said, they go into that because that's what they want. They're totally against everything, so that's the way they stand. But I yeah. find, you, you, like, there's a lot of them that... Yes, okay, there's a few Talk good right cops. Talk right Let me just say this. Uh, a lot of my friends even who, uh, you know, that were guys I grew up with that were cops, they'll say, like, I was totally against it, but 
you won, you won. You know, like they're they're almost happy I won in a way. It's less like, work for them if they actually, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. follow but the legal system. Let's talk about a couple things, Eric. Uh, I mean, you you've won some big awards in this industry, this budding industry. You're like a star in a lot of respects. But <laughs> I know the heat too because Thank you. you know you you're not a part of a dispensary and you're in one of these touchy spots. What do you, do you think? Like, is there more heat on folks like you? Is it uh, a problem? Could the government be doing something to make you know? give people more opportunity to get regulated to so that's not just dispensary or outlaw uh, what we're seeing right now is there's a diverse group of people in the cannabis industry not like uh, we need access to medicine okay so a lot of people need to go to the dispensaries that's okay but a lot of us are not just doing it for the for the cannabis side of it we grow because it's uh therapeutic as well uh, so that's like me I, I grow not just to you know for the cannabis but for growing as well so it's, it's like i say it's a diverse group and yeah Where's it going <laughs> with, so, the, with the growing aspect yeah. of it? Um, they're going to rain down on the house grows, on the personal grows, and they want everybody to be drones and go to these corporate people that are paying the taxes on it. And it's understand it is FDA regulated. They're getting it tested, you know? Not saying that I, I get my stuff tested. I work with the dispensary, right. but, but, but they don't see that, you know? What, it, it, what could they be doing? Like some politicians at the state house have actually started talking about farms, outdoor, you know, growing a marijuana, how the farms want to get involved, and the smaller growers... What could these politicians that actually want to support what we're talking about, how, what can they do? What do you think they could do? What should they do? We need them to get on board at the federal level. I mean, right now, all these states... But what about the state ones? Because those are the ones who are really... they got the marijuana committee right now. They're listening to us. How can they back us the, right the now? The numbers aren't there. They can block how the feds are coming in to disrupt us. They can block the funding for that, how, just like California's trying to do. Um, when the feds come in, they don't have all the funding to come in and bring in 20 feds to come and raid a house. So they come in with two feds and they come in and they ask the state and the local police. They don't, they don't, they tell them, they tell them, they don't ask them. They say, we need your police officers. If the, if our politicians come up and step up to the plate and say, no, you can't do that. If you guys want to come in here and you guys are allowed to do whatever you want, cause you're federal. Okay. But you can't use our people. Damn you can't straight. use our money. Damn our straight. money. Oh, you're already denying us our funds. You know, you're already doing this. Right. No, no, no. You know, it is, it is what it is. So that's Excellent. one, the way. biggest way to go about it. Thank you. I don't know. The, the rec laws that were You got to talk right in the mic. Yeah, right the, the, to the, the mic. The rec laws that were passed this November, they started to lay the groundwork, but there's still so much more work right. that needs to be done. Um, I mean, the rec law didn't address OUI marijuana. It's still left open to gray. A police officer can just make his or her determination. It's hard for them is. to win right now, which yeah. is good. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, have any of the patient groups uh, stepped up to help you with this protest or any of them supporting it? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, the ACLU of Massachusetts has uh, shown their support behind this. Uh, the MPAA has also gotten involved to help good. us out. Good. Yeah, you know, I uh, I want to say something, too, about the MPA today, <laughs> which is funny. You know, I've, I hammered them in some stories recently, and I'm not taking that back or anything. But I also say, like, congratulations to them as well on the John uh, Dr. John Lindoli thing, because they right. helped out uh, immensely on that as well. So. Right. They do they they do good work, yeah, ultimately. Not, yeah. It's, yeah they, 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 they are, you know, at the end of the day, we're on the same team. It's important to remember. I'll praise them when they do good work, and I'll right. hammer them when I think they're being shady. Because everybody who's on a team should help each other grow. Yep. And I'm the Like, quote-unquote, grow. Let's I'm not that selling out for anything anymore. Because I think it, we need to keep people honest a little bit. On so absolutely, no, we, straight up. We, the only way you can grow, I'm going to keep harming on that, my, my awesome pun there. We got to grow, guys. Let's be honest. And especially since we started calling that out, you know what? Our numbers went up. 
Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody <laughs> loves drama, right? Everybody mm. loves a good cat fight. The, the other thing the state needs to look into is some sort of system, and not just this state, any state for that matter, is some sort of system for us home gardeners. That's right. For the smaller actually, guy. Like the artisans. To actually <laughs> artisans. give back right. to the dispensaries. I mean, let's face it. Like, you know, like little wineries. Like, in the, little wineries in the state have a farming exemption. Right. Like, you know, small the, batch. We want crafted. those. The communities want those. We should be doing the same thing for yes. marijuana. It is not if cheap to grow. If you have a hundred customers or whatever they want to limit it to come up with some new metrics that limit it say you know what we're going to have okay and the people in the in the uh, big industrial grow medical and legal you know the track they're on those guys with the permits and the state permits they should welcome this because it's only going to expand their market later you the the, the smaller artisans are going to attract more customers to the whole thing overall and it's going to boost your boat too believe me if you try to clamp it down, it's going to bloom. You know, it's already blowing up against you. A lot of people are mad right now. Um, so I, I think we need to do that. I think we need to look at how do we get the small guy involved with less regulation, less licensing. Stephen Mendilly, the veteran, is uh, oh, man. talking. To, he's got a proposal that was in the dig this last week. I wrote it up with him. Uh, I interviewed him, and he has a proposal. And he's talking to some of the state committee leaders about setting up some collectives, uh, 501c3s. You'd have to be uh, legal for a year, doing your paperwork, 501c3. Uh, you'd have to get local approval, but you wouldn't need a retail space. You could just, uh, it would be a community club oriented. You'd have memberships, and then you could start growing and, and uh, distributing it right to the members of the club. And it would be all legal with the state and the local community. And it would be easier, and the prices would come down and give more opportunity. And once they allow the veterans to start that, the veterans to do it, right? Then they would prove it works, and it would be for everyone. And and them. like and like you were saying, it is therapeutic to grow, right? Yes, which is very helpful for a lot of veterans, I'm sure. PTSD. Yes. Ultimately, oh growing something with your hands, you know, or You're from doing the something dirt, productive. It gives you something it's, every day to look forward to. Exactly, exactly. And it's not just about what the action. You know, it could be tomato, it could be whatever. But you know, this is something that means a lot to you, and it's something productive, and it's something that you can care about it's a mission yep. a lot of ptsd veterans need a mission because that's what they're used to so with the consulting company what we have we give 25 percent off to 100 percent disabled american veterans we come in and we'll pretty much build it up for them even if they don't have most of them. We, we, we hook them up that's you know, awesome that's, that's what awesome because i know from a standpoint because my stepfather's 100 percent disabled uh vietnam veteran right so i help him out and he deals with a lot of that stuff and uh, the post that he deals with so I come in and I help those guys out with the, and then I teach them about the grow. How it's not just about the cannabis. It's nice right. to have that to relieve it, but to give yourself something right. to do something every to do. day. Something to do. My grandmother taught music. It had a bonsai and stuff. Right, right. This right. Is, it's the same. My grandma taught me how to grow tomatoes. Even non-cannabis, like I've never grown cannabis really. Yeah, me either. But I've grown like I love tomato plants. Like it's we're what you know, human beings, yeah. Homo sapiens, orange trees, moved into agriculture. It's, it's something in our it's in our genetics to grow things. That's what we do as human beings. That's something we have a gift to do. Other animals don't right. grow things the way we do. This is something good for us. And also with the veterans issue and with the um, with the you know PTSD issue and with the with the you know it's important to have a mission. It's important to have something right. that you're working towards every day. Something to see grow a little bit more. Something to you know when, and, and especially to have a group a co- a co-op, you know partners your your buddies in 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 the mission. Whatever that may be, that's so important. Sorry. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm like Lauren. All right, we got. All right, it. I got it. We got it. I'm very passionate today. All right. I, it's good, though. The veterans, though, with the veterans, without the VA. All right. If you really want to back this, all the veterans out there, call up the VA and push them for the medical marijuana because right. they're having trouble with the federal standpoint, and that will help all us on a state level if the VA passes it. Because right there is a federal thing, and they're already looking towards it. They just need a push. So you veterans out there, 
call. And also, less opiates. <laughs> yes. Less opiates. And pills. It's not just the opiates. It's all the pills, dude. They're making people drones, and they're just giving them a blanket right. to put over it. Right. right. Yeah, uh, Stephen Mandeli showed how many... Uh, pills he was on at one time. Yeah. There was like, you know, here's the ma- muscle relaxers, here's the anti nausea. Like, each one had like six different pills. Here's the opiates, here's the uh, this and that and this and that. It was just, it went on. Oh, the uh, mine, you know, the ones for your depression. Oh, oh yeah. Because we, you saw, took, we saw our first. Because you took too many pills and now right. you're depressed. Yeah, and then you have to take other pills to compensate those oh, pills. Oh, the ones we make fun of, right? Pills, the ones yeah. we make fun of on our show. Yeah, the side effect pills I mean, like, that you take. You, yeah. you end up on like 20 different pills. Right, at once. right, right. It's crazy. When you could just take cannabis, oh non-toxic, God. no one overdoses. Lauren's yeah. killing insects no, in the like studio. <laughs> it was really scary, right. you guys. <laughs> so uh, 617-500-7100 is the phone number. This is the weird thing. We used to get a lot of calls, and I don't think as many people were listening. I think there's honestly. a lot of Facebook commenters, Facebook Live. Now people Facebook are watching live, yeah. on Facebook Live, and they don't want to call us, or they don't know how to call us <laughs> while they're watching us on Facebook Live. Right, and, no. Because so I could see the number. We got a What's lot the of, number, Mike? 617-500-500. 7100. So and we got Eric here from Mass Mass Consulting Mass Mass, Mass Cannabis. And again, I say you come very highly recommended. I one of my friends is like big in this stuff about growing and who's you know, who's doing it right and he he's absolutely tells me <laughs> you're the G on this. He's the Let's G. Take the phone call. Uh, who's you. on the phone? Mike, it's Grant Ellis. How you doing? Oh. Good. How you doing, Grant? Good, good. Listen, I just wanted to call in to touch base on what I think Lauren uh, really was hitting on here, which is that at the core of this, there is no financial incentive for a pharmaceutical company to monopolize cannabis and facilitate the type of extensive pyramid-like lobbying that they currently engage in. And the side effects of that are veterans ending up on 25 medications, 20 of which do nothing but take into account side effects that from the original medication. Right. So... Good point. What do you think about the rest of the show? And do you have a comment for Eric or uh, uh, Jason right now? You know, I, I really uh, felt that that was a hard. Uh, really, the story from earlier about the car crash was was heartbreaking, and I, I'm just so sorry to hear about the negative side effects of the criminal justice system and the impact that they have on innocent lives. And I thank you guys for bringing attention to that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Ellis, for calling. That's uh, good to underline. Wait, Grant, Grant, Grant. Yeah. I'm getting my card this week. We're going to hang out, right? Anytime. I'd love to meet I, up for some coffee. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> we, live like around, we live in Belmont, so like it's awesome. And Grant, um, what did you think about uh, the NA Post stuff, too, that we were talking about, Chris Goldstein, earlier? Did you hear that as well? Yeah, Mike, Mike, I wanted to thank you, actually, on that for bringing attention to it earlier. You know, without your link to Philly Mag, I would never have seen that despicable coverage that they had put out, which almost framed the the bust as sort of something to be championed. And uh, I think it's terrible what happened to NAPO, and, and I hope he's released early this week. Thank you so much, Colin Grant. Anytime. Thanks for having me. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio, 617-500-7100. I love our audience because they're, like I said, at the cannabis convention, uh, they, you know, they want to ask me questions while I'm on stage. I'm like, no, I want to ask you questions. You sure did. Because I learned shit from you. I still do from the callers and the listeners. And yep. a lot of times they know, even know more stuff about things than I do. And I, I just love our show and our community. For sure. We're the Young Jerks here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're almost wrapping it up. We're, we've got a lot of people listening right now. I see it on the Facebook Live. I know. And, uh, we, we, we should read some comments. We got 
I we got messages so coming in. Can we read some of them? Um, the comments are, I, I don't are have messages. I, I see the comments, but I think, think your messages might be even cooler. I'll read so. some of them right now. Let's, like, uh, let's do it. Uh, <clears throat> people say, and also, didn't we have the right to uh, grow, which I know they want gone, of course. Right. Uh, people are talking about garden is essential for personal use. Yes. They're all agreeing with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of great pharmacy, listeners. Pharmacy, not pharmacy. They're mm-hmm. talking with an F, not a PH. Yeah. Pharmacy, not, yeah. More grow, less pills. Yeah. And Jason, sorry for your loss. That's from Danielle. Our, yes, right. our viewers, our viewers sympathize as well as we do. You know, it's just. An, it's I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Truly. So Robert Kennedy said, "All I can see of Mike is his hat." Yeah, I'm like George Bush, all cattle, <laughs> all hat, no cattle. Uh, it's just say, "Make America yeah. baked again." You know, I want to show you something too. <laughs> if you can see in the camera, right? Like, oh, now I can't hear. I, I screwed my. Oh mic. yeah, you got the you but got the sign. I, I got the fancy thing. They misspelled one of the things on it, but. There we go. You can see this too. Wait, what did they miss? I'm huge now. They they got me on uh, Manila cardboard. Manila. Yeah. Wait, what did they? Oh, that's for the oh K- the conference. token truth. They misspelled token, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they misspelled token. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would. But it was that's my nameplate. You should I'm check official. out. Yeah, you official. should check out the video we posted on the Young Jerks. I took the live stream of the of the panel that he gave with Chris Ferone and what's what's her name? Uh oh. Uh, sh- uh, uh, I was going to say Shalene Title, but no, Sh- uh, Chanel Lindsay. Yes, thank she. You. Yes, thank she you. She was very good. Yeah, there. you guys were all great. A lot of great facts and also great input from the audience. Yeah. Um, and you can all check that out on the Young Jerks uh, Facebook page. Our live stream is up there still. Yeah, and uh, we had more comments too. Uh, someone said, "Nice hat, though." <laughs> Lol. Uh, Sticky icky for all was another one. Hopefully, we're going to do that. In a Manila few gorilla. What? You I don't guys. know. Someone have some Manila gorilla for us. Educate, empower, embrace them. Yeah. Absolutely. Card stock sixty five pound. Uh, yeah, it was KP. I think it was the official. They they went. They spent some money on those. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I'm cheap. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, people were saying how much they love Eric. We got we got a, a few fans on our, our commenting uh, in your favor and uh, appreciation. So I'm just I'm just giving that back to you there. And Chad uh, Chad Ducharme writes uh, talking about. Uh, the town right. of Hardwick, he says it's about seven or eight towns west of Worcester. Route 32 goes through Hardwick, is that right? That's correct. Perfect. Thank you, Chad. Uh, some other people said, what does this have to do with anything? I'm very confused. What do you have to do with anything, though? <laughs> That's basically my response to that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> We're talking about medical patients getting screwed over and over again. We yeah. still don't have access in Massachusetts. People are still being arrested. People are still having medical licenses suspended and then finally reinstated. We're still fighting for our rights is basically what's going on here. If you can't figure that out after this point, I don't know what to tell you. We've, it's, been, it's fighting for a, we've been fighting right. for a long time, and the fight goes on. Right. Kyle Kitchens, he writes, Mass Home Growers. Yeah, I like your group. He's got a group on there. Uh, uh, Dan the Man right? Uh, the man is here. The man is here. But he didn't call in. He didn't call in. I, I think I bought him a sweatshirt, a hoodie, and he still hasn't picked it up. Come on, Dan. We want to see you again. Yeah, you got to come in the show, Dan the Man. That's when you'll be oh, here. Oh, we have a new comment from Mondo. Uh, it's BS. Medical and recreational was a bad idea. She just kept the black market. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> okay, Mondo, Raymond, whatever. But we all yeah, but he's also someone dealing with a bust. You know, he, I, no, he's I get got it. a point. He, I get it. I get it. Mondo's I, been busted. Dude, again. honestly... I understand. I, I, me too. So, you know, yeah. I feel you there. I, I'm almost I really, like that. You know, I, yeah. people what, say. What everybody needs to understand right now, there's a new sheriff in town. He said that when he became president, okay? What, oh. every, what, what needs to be done is everybody needs to realize it's like the 90s again. Yeah, Just we, step yeah. back, watch out for your social media. Yeah. If you want to be someone yeah. loud, then yeah. understand there's actions for your consequences right. and you have to deal with them. You know, so just 
keep it as legit as you can. Update yeah. from Mondo. And I also tell people, uh, you know, a lot of people too, uh, when you want to be an activist in a big mouth like I am and like NAPO, keep your nose unless clean. Unless you, uh, unless you, you know, um, if if you don't want to go to jail, keep your nose really clean. Yeah, he's they are trust me. Trust so many me. got new people come in and be like, I want to be an activist, but I want to sell this weed, and I'm like, what are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, right. Sell weed, no, you know. It, Probably not the best to be an activist. No, no, and, no, no. You know, Keep if you're that on the DL. Go that route, like an NAPO and some of these other folks. You got to really think it out and do it for a long time and have a plan and and an exit plan. Yeah, and be prepared. Yeah. So, <laughs> like me, yes. I ain't going to jail. I've uh, already said that. You know what, Mike? Family. Me neither. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So I'm but, squeaky clean. I'm in girl plants. I but, wish I could. But I want to say, Mondo was saying, just kidding. Yeah, you, the only thing I'm going to go to jail for is a source as a reporter. That's the only thing I've decided. Like yeah. Barrett Brown? And feel good about it. Ah, I won't tell. Uh, I won't tell. I'll go to jail. I know, but yeah. what I'm saying is Barrett Brown as a journalist is doing time, and, you know, yeah. he'd be as a journalist. Yeah, no, but, you know, like, sometimes the po- police want you to rat. No, you're it. not going to rat. I'm not saying that. No, no I know, but rats? sometimes they'll be like, where's your source as a journalist? And you say, uh, fuck. I'll go to jail over Hell, it. No, me too. I mean, obviously, that's the right thing to do as a journalist. Absolutely. Right. That's that's the game. That's happened. Like, Susan Warnick, uh, who was married to Bob LaBelle, uh, she went right? to jail. That's how Bob LaBelle and her are like. Wait, Susan Warnick went to jail? Yeah, and they were ma- she was married Wait, to Bob where LaBelle. Wait, was she framing him? Uh, I don't know. She went. It wasn't a very long time, but she wouldn't reveal a source to the police. Well, of course she should. When she that's, was married, that's to her job. Bell. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I mean, dude, I would love to see her. I mean, not that I want her to be there, but like, it'd be so cool to run into somebody like that when I go back. I'll be like, oh my god, we can work together <laughs> from the inside, <laughs> reporting live from Framingham. I don't think she was there very long. I don't no, know. I doubt Other she was. Other people have gone to jail too, though. Oh yeah, I, I mean, Barrett's reporters. in jail right now. He just got busted because he was about to do a frontline interview on PBS on Friday and they busted him beforehand because he didn't sign some paperwork about it that they never gave him to sign. And this is my boy. So I'm very, I'm actually, this is personal and I'm upset about it not to get off topic, but you know, we do, you know, our homie's doing time right now, guys. Straight up. It sucks. And I'm about to, so I'm a little pissed about that too. We're the Young Jerks on WMF young Radio. Jerks. I have no idea what we're doing next week. Uh, <laughs> no, I, we have something going on too. Oh, I know. We're going to get a call from, uh, the, the woman who is uh, the host of the Marathon podcast. Do you know about this? There's a Marathon podcast? Yeah. I don't listen to podcasts. I just make them. Yeah, I listen to this. It's <laughs> pretty cool. It's her and her uh, attorney uh, father, who's like a big criminal defense attorney. He's Ooh. older. It's about the Boston Marathon defense of uh, Dokar. Oh. Very controversial, but it's uh, I like it. I, I listen to her. She's very, like, very analytical, academic, you know, that kind of from uh, a, a law defense, a real, you know, real law, law scholarly. It's going to be interesting. We're going to be talking to her next week. Oh, wow. So that's what's happening next week. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Big I think show, there's guys. a lot of, sh- like, there's a lot of stuff out there uh, being uncovered about that recently. There's a new book from Michelle McPhee that says the uh, older brother was working for the FBI as a long-term confidential informant. There's a police officer uh, in Boston who, uh, is the guy that fought for the MMA, you know him? He's saying the same. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And then there's still the un- unsolved triple murder in Waltham. So I have a lot of interest in this all the time, and I'm excited to talk to her because she's got some really good stuff that's like, it's not conspiracy theory. This is like what was presented in court, what actually happened, and, and what his defense is, and uh, what we can learn from this. So I can't wait to that next week. Yeah, no, that sounds good. You said you don't know what's going on less next week, and then you list an amazing thing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a phone week. call. No, that's good. Yeah. That's a good call. 
You know, we're always covering this. I, I Like I said, for so long, I didn't want to cover much police stuff. I try to stay away from it. But <laughs> we always go to the FBI and the police. I know, but it's all important. Confidential informants for years. We've been covering it from my friend CGA Bond when he got busted. There's so much crap that goes on with this stuff. From, you know, why do you bulge it down? It happens not just in the FBI. It happens in the state police. It happens in all these local police towns. It happens in all these task force they have. They all have these uh, confidential informants. And a lot of times they're worse than the criminals that they're trying to set up. That's the problem. So, oh, one of many, honestly. Yeah, one of many. One, of, ni- one of 99, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we're going crazy today. It's hot in here. It's not that crazy. It's we not that AC hot. On, it's not that, eh. I mean, it's been like a year ago. I was in much worse condition during this heat. I feel like I'm handling it well. Okay. I'm very happy about like. You're happy. When my life goes to hell, I'm very happy. You're happy and you like are facing some serious stuff still. You know what? That's the thing. Every little thing that isn't uh, going to prison is a blessing right now. So, you know, every bird flying out of every tree. Every joint I watch Brian Riccio smoke and wait until I get the chance to this week when my card comes in. Every little thing. I can't wait to hear your card. I know, Are right? Are you going to do a Facebook Live? Of course or, I oh am. Of course. No, literally, I have like a Do list. it on the Young Jerks page. Uh, yeah, oh, no, wait. I, I owe you money today. Wait, you do? Yeah. Nobody said that. I do. i just telling you. You okay. did a video at the at any can. Yeah. And I set a rule. If they get to 1,000 views, you get uh, 10 bucks. So, we got so that much? I, you were close. It's close enough that I'm, I'm making that you paper, bro. Yeah. yeah. You, you get 10 the bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks to have yeah. fun. Hell not yeah. a lot, but something. Dude, it's it's money. I'm not complaining. You're earning it. Damn straight. Earning it. Right. Damn straight. 617-500-7100 is the phone number. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're talking to Eric Valley, Big time guy. Yeah. Nice guy too. I like him. He's you a, are he nice. has a good heart. He My really brother from another mother. You can tell. Yeah. And uh we also have uh Jason here who uh told the heartbreaking story of the week. I feel like we got <sighs> I know. Uh, We've been like too happy for this story. Like I've been like in such a good mood, but like the story actually does break my heart and I I really feel It's hard. It's hard. Cuz lately I've been feeling really good about <laughs> yeah. my life. And, yeah, the weather's you know, going well like, and all everything, these bad you know? things around. It's weird. Yeah, but like no, like I, this this fucking like it's it's good that you're telling I'm sorry to swear, but this it's good it, we thank you for telling your story. Well, I mean, we're just trying to make some positive change out of that's it. That's the all way to do now. it. I mean, there's so been much, enough horrific stuff that's come out. So much respect for you for that. Positive out of it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, I'm really grateful that you came on the show and, and used our show as an outlet for that because that's, you know, oh, I appreciate that, you guys that for that having me here you. tonight yeah. to get the yeah. word out. It means a lot that, that you, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a terrible thing and we want to we be there for you. Yeah. We're the Young Jerks again here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, we're talking to two guests uh, about cannabis. We're talking about cannabis all day, it seems like. Uh, KP Owens. Is commenting and watching online. She's someone who I'm begging to come back on the show as a guest. She's awesome. Cancer survivor. Damn straight. Yeah, she's making some comments. Uh, KPO and says, Cannabis gave me uh, on my cancer. I am cancer free. Blessed be. Blessed be, girl. Blessed, Blessed be. be. Wait, wait. Is he a guy real? I don't know KP Owens. So we want to get her back up. Oh, uh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, KP, what? I've, that's like one I've, thing, I've too. I've met her before. Yeah, she's right. awesome. <laughs> she's Wait, awesome. How, you, everybody want to know how uh, cannabis is medical, okay? How it is defined. Well, everybody's like, oh, it's used for this, it's used for that. Okay, somebody has cancer, somebody has AIDS, okay? All right, so they're getting treated for it. They're dying, okay? What is the best way to heal somebody? It's to take nourishment into your body, okay? You can't because you're sick. You're getting poisoned. So you smoke a joint. What is the side effect? You get the munchies, okay? So you eat. That is the way how it is medicinal. By the way, I know as a person through my whole life what I've seen. I'm not a scientist. I can't say about anything else. But I know when I give someone 
cannabis, whether it's oil because they have to eat it because they can't smoke it because right. they're so sick, they get better because right. the nourishment is making them better. You know what else it does too? It makes you relax. And like, yep. it's like when you're sick, you get stressed. That's another thing, like mentally, physically. So it makes you relax and sleep after you eat, which is really what you want. I mean, yep. you want to get rest and you want to eat and you want to relax. That's what the doctor says. And mm-hmm. gee, cannabis does that and you can't overdose. You no can't. real bad you, side effects. No matter what they say about dabs, even if you fall off your couch, that's not an OD, guys. Some people have some issues with it. Some people can be allergic to it, both mentally and you know other ways. So very rare. But if it happens to you, look into it. Maybe not use it. You know, maybe it's a strain. Maybe it's the type. But uh, for most people, it's nothing, right? No. If you get uncomfortable, you take a shower, take a nap. Right? Yeah, wake up exactly. And you're fine. Just We're, make sure you fall asleep somewhere it, safe. And if it's the first time you're trying it, what I suggest to everybody right. is do it take before you go bit. to bed. Yeah. Take a little bit, and if it's too much, close your eyes and go to bed. What and I that's su- say, you're going to have a little bit of what trippy I dreams su- a little yeah, bit. But yeah. That's the worst I, really I just say one dab right? will you know? do you to start. Yeah. One dab will do you. One dab, but do it in a safe setting. You know, yes, you know, of course. But the of first course. time you're doing it, take it easy the first time. That's it's really it. not of bad. Of course. It, no, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. um, I, oh, we have a great new comment. What is this? What is this? My, uh, my edited was very small before using cannabis. Now it's even smaller, but I don't care because I'm so stoned. Thank you, cannabis. The wonderful benefits of cannabis. Cat <laughs> Lopes writes, yes, it's effed up. They're definitely watching. Even if you make posts private, officers take profiles and uh, go around adding people. That's why you should uh, only add people you know. And even then, so. Yeah, be careful. Make sure they have multiple mutual friends and that you've, like, maybe met them in person or, you know, know them. That's what I do. Make sure, you know, I've got a lot of people trying to add me that I have, like, one rando mutual friend with that I'm not sure why they're mutual friends with that friend. Always multiple mutual friends, somebody that I know is friends with, like a group that I regularly hang out with. I can, you know, verify who it is. Be careful. You know, the fight's still on. The people in the weed industry that are still in the gray area, like she was just saying, just be careful of the other people out there. Because like I said, there's a new sheriff in town. The, the laws are changing now. On a state level, it might be legal, but now they have pressure on them too. So just everybody, just like I said, just be careful out there. It's, it's legal. Have fun. Enjoy it. Guys. But- be safe. Be Keep safe. it G. Right. Keep it G. Keep it G. Ain't nothing. I'm, I'm getting up to see if you can see me now in the video. Am I like... Can you see him now? I'm watching myself on here. Good. I don't know. Can you? Can you see him can now? Can you see me beyond my hat now, people? His <laughs> awesome hat that doesn't say make America baked again. <laughs> I'm just standing up because my back's starting to hurt. It's oh, been no. 90 minutes. Time, we, need, we need to go out and smoke. Time to medicate. Yeah. yeah. It's time to medicate. Time yes. to medicate. Time to medicate. Yes. I want to thank everyone. Uh, number one, Chris Goldstein for calling in earlier and giving us a scoop on NA Poe. That was very informative. Tough situation yeah. uh, for our friends in Philly. Uh, like you said, you know, get out, so show your support. Um, I would write letters to the editor down there in Philly. If you're down in Philadelphia, especially responding to some of this crazy press, I uh, note some of the things that Chris said that NAPO and them were raising funds for charities. It hasn't been reported in any of the Philly f- press. That's BS. That needs to change. Uh, so that's something you could do right there. There'll be more. They're going to have uh, Mike Weider was talking on his Facebook about the upcoming uh, hearings. He's got some good information on his Facebook. You can check that out as well. Um, but is you know it's time for people to, to really support them and, and try to get them out because it's tough and all, all the other folks too. There's so many cases we hear about. Uh, again, we want to thank our guests for coming in. Uh, Jason, thank you for coming in, telling your story. Us tonight, Mike. And, you know, I'm glad it's all over for you. Like beyond you know maybe suing their asses or this protest. Uh, fight's just beginning. The fight now. is just beginning. <laughs> I was gonna say Friday, it ain't over. Friday, May fifth. 
That's at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. this Friday, Hardwick Police Station going to be doing a little protest in the name of your fiance. Say her name again. Ashley Sheehan. Ashley Sheehan. Um, and it's almost like a memorial, too, right? Right. People can come out and uh, show their love for Ashley as well and support for you and her. Uh, this Friday, uh, again, it's May 5th, Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, Hardwick Police uh, Department, and that's in Hardwick, Mass., don't be scared. Show up and, show and stand up, up and, and show your support for that. And I want to thank Eric the Valley. Strength in numbers, people. Strength in numbers. Right. Yep. And Eric Valley, I want to thank you again for being here as well. Thank you. Honored to have you in the studio. Thank you. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> and if vibes. everybody can honestly, uh, whether it's Massachusetts or not, call up their politicians and push for the initiative. Right. For not only for the body cams of the police officers, right. what we're mm-hmm. going to be doing on May fifth, but also for uh, to stop state funding for these DEA raids right. on uh, uh, these and farmers. Stop co- yes. cooperating too is what you're saying. Don't don't have them cooperate with any DEA no. raids or any federal raids on marijuana. No, no. not whatsoever. Marijuana is legal in this fight, state. Fight, fight, fight. We can win. Yeah, and we need to uh, also like tell them that we don't want them to f with the initiative, the law that was just passed. We want we don't want them to make it worse and more restrictive. We want them to. Um, to make it better and allow the small guy to get into it so that we have some of these best experts that don't want to join a dispensary. They want to carve out a little niche, a little farm for themselves that they can get regulated and get licensed. Would do you think a lot of this industry that is kind of the gray market would get licensed and regulated if it was reasonable? Yes, yeah, and we're, yeah, most definitely. Please, and they would be paying money. They would pay taxes. I, I, even myself Absolutely. personally, yes, I, we would want to be a part of it all and be legal and pay money and you know have bank accounts. You know, all the above, you know, and it, it's, there's so much to it. And it says there's uh, other people in the state, too, like other departments that need to catch up with this marijuana initiative. Like, well, you already passed it here and there, but then you have people at the RMV, you have people right. at DCF that are not caught up on these. Right. That's why we need to po- call our politicians and tell them, be like, catch up on this. Be like, they go in there, they, be, they hold their hands up because nobody knows what's going on. Exactly. So much to do, so much, so little time. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. with the Young Jerks. If you're just liking us, uh, following us, or listening to us the first time, come back next week. Call in. Uh, put the phone number in your, your phone, 617-500-7100 for next week. Uh, we have other shows here at WEMF Radio. We're 24-7 all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the Outlaw Roadshow shirt today. They come before us. Ooh, you got one of those? Yeah, the New Ears program Fancy. comes after us. And hey, hey, my, one of my new programs, Unbleached, after the New Ears at 10, after the New Ears at 10 p.m. with Matt Stearns. Check it out. So it's, you're, you're promoting your other stuff on our show. It's on WEMF. <laughs> it's the same station. That's all right. You know why, Lauren? Because I need you. You, you need, were here today. You were, you I were, was here, man. I I'm needed here. some help. I'm here every Saturday. You're kicking ass. I want to thank Lauren Pispiza especially for you kicking ass lately. Congratulations. I know you're still facing tough times. But I know, but you know what? You got to appreciate the little things. And WEMF is actually a big thing, but I appreciate it. Damn straight. And Herbie, thank you as always. And I think we fake oh, yeah. our phone calls. Uh, we get Grant call in. Thank yes, Grant. Grant. Do, we had another call too, didn't we? Uh, well, no, we had, we took a caller earlier. Who was it? Oh, uh, Chris Goldstein. Yes, yeah, Chris Goldstein called him, earlier. Yes. So right, thank well, you, Chris Goldstein. We'll be back next week. Uh, Mike Crawford uh, signing out. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, make sure you hit. There's like a notification when the video's over, and you can make sure you're subscribed or liked us or whatever that's called. All that share, like, subscribe, donate. Because whatever, you, it makes sure you, it tells it. you every time we're live. Yeah. You want to check off that box. You might already like our page, but you might yeah. not be knowing when we're live. Because you know you'll hear it here first. They'll, it will tell you on Facebook that we're live as soon as we're live. If you. Yeah. yeah. Check off that box when the All the over. news you need to know. All right.
Thank you. Yeah. We'll be back, uh, Mike Crawford. Uh, I'm signing off. We're signing off, right, Lauren? Damn straight. Lauren Pepsi signing off. Young Jerks, we'll see you next week, 6 p.m. Saturday, EMF Radio. You are listening to The Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Can of Care Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. 